Yes, we are back for the second half of this show. And we hope that you enjoyed halftime. And we hope that you enjoyed the first half. A very, very loaded, intense first half of 99 Pod. It's not 1999 anymore podcast. And once again, like and subscribe to the channel to get them notifications. Anyway, we're going to start it off right now in the NFL. Staying in the NFL real quickly here because we got a report. That came out on Saturday that we want to talk about right now. So the report says that the Ravens could consider trading quarterback Lamar Jackson for a windfall of draft picks. But which team needs to be on the line right now? Which team should be on a call right now going all in for Lamar Jackson the most? And Zay, I'll pass that mic over to you. Yo, how's it going, y'all? There's a bevy of teams I think that need Lamar Jackson, not only for their playoff purposes, but for uh, image revival, a revamp for their team, for their organization. A lot of organizations are looking really crummy lately. Uh, an example being the Cleveland Browns and how their image looks. And I think right now, a team that absolutely needs um, Lamar Jackson's services and his talents is the Houston Texans. I think they have the opportunity to get that. They have 11 draft picks in this year. Uh, they have the Cleveland Browns pick after they traded uh, Deshaun Watson to them, and they have um, the Cleveland Browns 12th overall pick um, in our first round and also the third uh, pick in the, um, I believe, 73rd overall. So they have five picks um, that's top 75 um, in that draft. And I think that's something that the Ravens can look at and say, hmm, let's see how many picks they're willing to give us for Lamar Jackson. It definitely clears up a lot of things that's happening over there in Houston. Um, the issues of Brandon Cooks not getting the football, not getting the numbers he wanted. He wanted to trade. They basically ignored him. He's really upset about that. If you bring him over Lamar Jackson, maybe you keep Brandon Cooks. You still got Damian Pierce out there, the rookie running back that looks amazing. Um, Your offensive line isn't terrible. And also, most importantly, the defense is actually um, competent. They're not terrible. So they're getting turnovers. They're, they're able to stop um, opposing defenses from scoring high on points. I believe they gave the Chiefs a run for their money during the season. They, they gave them like a nice little back-and-forth game. Um, I think the Texans – with D'Amico Ryan's as head coach, Cliff Kingsbury as the offensive coordinator. Um, you know, it's a change of, of scenery. It's a, it's a different look. You know, it's a, it's a young, revamped team that's looking for a veteran, a leader, in a sense. I think Lamar Jackson can be that leader, a young leader at that who's looking for, to get paid, looking to get his money. He get that over there in Houston and also be the hero of the Houston Texans where he plays in a division that's technically up in the air. The Jaguars are not a certifiable winner of that division just yet i think you put the uh, lamar jackson on the houston texans they could take that division from the jaguars that's my personal opinion um i think they have the picks to do so it's all about where they pull the trigger and also will lamar jackson want to play in houston that's a whole different story but i think that team needs lamar jackson they have the picks to do it they need a quarterback go after lamar because are you up uh the washington football team the Washington football team need to look into revamping their image, right? Uh, their stigma. Clearly, they have the first black quarterback in the Super Bowl, Doug Williams. But they need to revamp that. They need to get back on board. They need to get to today's times. Lamar Jackson could really help this team. They're in the team right now in the NFC East where Dallas don't look like they're going to go nowhere anytime soon. They're going to be a formidable football team. The Philadelphia Eagles is right there. They're going to be a solid football team. The Giants look like they're on the up and coming. And Washington is the one and only team that look like everybody can't wait to play because they're going to get an easy victory. 
They need Lamar Jackson. They need a franchise guy. They haven't had a franchise guy in I don't know how long, okay? You're talking about it's the 99, not 1999 no more. Clear. It's not 1980 no more the last time they won the Super Bowls. Like, it's that bad for this franchise. And they've been dropping the ball, dropping the ball after dropping the ball. If they can get a young 26, 27-year-old Lamar Jackson in his prime and start building around that, this will give that franchise a major boost to the point that they could compete with the Eagles and the Dallas and the Giants in that division. And we can really take the NFC East back to the 80s and 90s, even though it's not 1999 no more. Yeah, right now, I like the Washington team. I like that pick. Texans is not a bad pick either. Um, So I can't really go wrong on either side there. I think what I'm looking for, and I think some of the teams that you named falls in line in this category of desperation and the reason why i say desperation is because you know when you look at things from like a just a broader term first off i do want to say this i think if you're both parties the ravens and lamar jackson y'all have leverage to a certain extent both of y'all now you can say the ravens kind of have financial leverage because they had the tag also mm-hmm. you can say lamar jackson somebody's going to pay for him if you don't want him sure i'm going to pay for him there's going to be a team out there that's going to do that so to a certain extent they have leverage, and that's why I think a trade is invitable. Because if you're the Ravens, you have to be thinking, you're like, yo, if Deshaun Watson went for this and the Lions built this off of Matthew Stafford, what mm-hmm. can I get for a guy like Lamar Jackson? Like, it has to be compelling. And if you're Lamar Jackson, it's like, all right, if they don't want to pay me, I want to test the waters, even though he can't, like, because he's a, a, a you know, signed under the team. But he has to feel like, yo, where else can I go that's going to pay me you know what i think i'm worth all right so there's a lot of ways you can go there um but if you're that team you're gonna have to trade multiple first rounders you're gonna have to pay him 250 million dollars guaranteed on top of that Mm -hmm. so you have to make sure that your team is etiquette and and ready to win when you pull that trigger and have young guys that are signed for right and um the jets come to mind they they very right up there i i will probably put them number two only because i want to be creative here I would have picked them number one, but I want to be creative. How about this team makes a giant trade? Literally. How about this team make a giant trade? <laughs> Giants. Giants. Yeah. Hello. Giants. How about they make this deal for Lamar Jackson? Look, the reason why is because I think Daniel Jones kind of priced himself out of New York. Like, I really feel he priced himself out. When he beat the Vikings in the playoffs in the wild card, he made a lot of money. And it's like, do you really believe in Daniel Jones? Do you want to pay him, what is it, $45 million in, you know, dollars if you franchise tag him? Is he really worth that money? I don't know. I think he priced himself out of New York. So the question becomes, do I want to overpay for Daniel Jones or do I want to overpay for Lamar Jackson? And if you ask me, and I'm a Daniel Jones guy, in fact, I was the only one in this 99-part family that, had him ranked the highest in my quarterback list coming into this year. Because, you know, like, I love quarterbacks. I love watching them. And there's something about this cat. So, I honestly, I don't think he's that far away from your Jalen Hurts and your, your top elite. I think he's in the second tier. I really do. But I don't know if the Giants perceive him that way. Brian Dable's not the guy who drafted him. I don't know if Giants fans perceive him that way, like how I do. So, how about you make a giant trade? How about you overpay for Lamar Jackson and not overpay for Daniel Jones, right? And 
you know that if you have Lamar Jackson with Brian Dable, my gosh, and Saquon, oh, God. Now, now we talking, we can compete for a little something, something, right? We made the playoffs this year with not much. Now we have a dynamic quarterback in Lamar Jackson being coached by Brian Dable, who we know could scheme, who we know worked with Josh Allen and made him take that next leap. Right, we know he could work with Daniel Jones and economize his strengths. That's why they made the playoff. Right, we know that they can do a lot of things with Saquon Barkley. He's back. He's a top back in the league. You can franchise tag him. Get you Lamar Jackson, sign you a cheap Odell Beckham Jr., and you know, go, go, go ahead, make the move. So to me, mm. my number one and two would be the two New York teams. Two New York teams. I think they can do it. I think it'd be the Jets. It makes a whole lot of sense because you have guys that are signed for. You drafted well. So how about you, you know, it's like you're going to school and you you graduated. How about you treat yourself? Take yourself out for a movie. You know what I'm saying? Holla at Pam. You know what I'm saying? You doing Pam? You want to come through the movies, man? You know what I'm saying? Treat yourself. Treat yourself because you drafted well. Get yourself a pat on the back and treat yourself to Lamar Jackson. So I'm going Giants number one, and not too far, I'm going Jets number two. Mm. Well, I'm going to go here for you. The Giants never had a black quarterback in their franchise history. I don't know if they're ready for that. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. Hey, it's not 1999 <laughs> anymore. You're right. They got to do it. So it'd be a smart move for them from an a image revamping. You know what I mean? Let everybody know, hey, man, we, we do black quarterbacks too. They should do it. <laughs> okay, yeah, hey, I'm going to have Gino that one year. <laughs> they have who? Gino, oh, Gino. That one year. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. My bad. My bad. Thanks. Thanks for the encyclopedia, man. That, that right there. <laughs> right, that, that's he play the like one game. He played like one game for them. Yeah, it was. It was like one game. I mean, they do. I mean, they have backups like Tywar Taylor is black. You know what I'm saying? Right, they right. have, you know, backups, bench warmers. But um, how about you get you a black starting quarterback? Because yeah. clearly <laughs> you had a black Super Bowl, right? Uh, two right. black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, right? So clearly black quarterbacks could play. You know what I'm right. saying? And and that's the one thing that I. I really want to highlight, and I'm going to probably dive into this more. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have another episode with Zach this week, you know, talking about the Super Bowl. I but really think what quick. went under the radar. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to get on that, so you got to let me know. I right, bet, bet, bet. I'm going I'm to hit you off for sure. I think what went under the radar a little bit and all that, you know, back and forth that we did in that topic that I really want to highlight from a positive perspective is that when you look at Jalen Hurts' performance, that really changed my mind in a lot of ways because it's like you can win a Super Bowl, even though they didn't win it, running RPOs. And, and I thought he showed a lot like as a passer. He made some tight plays. Did he make a few mistakes? Sure. But he made some plays down the field as a passer. But that running game, that, that RPO, the quarterback, said, you could win that way. And that changed my outlook because now I'm looking at Justin Fields and saying, well, hold up, Biz. Maybe you can copy that blueprint and get you a couple weapons that he could throw to and take that next leap. And I can see Justin Fields because it's not like there's a difference in talent with Jalen Hurts and Fields and Lamar. So now I'm saying to myself, That's you fair. can win that way. The only thing, the only thing I would like to see Lamar Jackson be is available. You know, the injuries and things of that nature. But if he can be available and, and he could kind of alter the game a little bit, I can see Lamar Jackson winning the Super Bowl. So that's why this Super Bowl that I saw. It, it changed my mind. It changed my mind from another perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, to, to be fair, though, Lamar Jackson, man, he don't got the weaponry on the outside the way that uh, 
Jalen Hurst has. You know what I mean? Like that, those are he got two legitimate receivers, bro. We we got to give him credit for that. Now, you know, so one one last team I wanted to suggest, and I think you know, uh, we talked about it briefly uh, throughout the couple of weeks. Detroit Lions, Lamar Jackson to the Detroit Lions would actually be very enticing if you want to really build this team youth wise with Lamar Jackson being twenty five years old with the rest of the young cats. And also you trade Jared Goff over to the Ravens who are looking more for a pass-heavy leader, a guy who knows how to throw the football. And the Ravens have been showing that they like to use other quarterbacks to throw the football. They don't use like using Lamar Jackson to throw the football. So we put Jared Goff over there in Baltimore, their prototypical quarterback that they want, a guy who's pass-heavy, a guy who knows how to throw the football. You bring over Lamar Jackson to the Detroit Lions with the young group that they have, that young receivers, young running backs, all those young guys in the front line, Bring over to Lamar Jackson and really make Detroit explosive. Yo, I gotta. Talk. I, I love I, that one because they won't have to give up too much draft capital because they'd be sending over Jared Goff. I mean, they're gonna have to give a lot of draft capital. I'm not going. If I'm the Ravens, I'm not just taking Jared Goff and a couple no, picks. Not, like you, but you ain't gonna have to give up as much. You're gonna have to give up that that six pick that you had, that six overall, where you can get a backup quarterback like C.J. Stroud, a young quarterback that you can use. You know, while you bridge Jared Goff out of here, like. I don't know. Like they had that pick, they can get CJ Stroud. If they really want a quarterback, and they have that pick to get one, why just not drive CJ Stroud? And you know you could develop him because you already got a guy in Jared Goff who almost got you to the playoffs. So that's why I wouldn't do that. And on top of that, defensively, they have to build that defense. That defense is suspect. They were, I believe, top five in points scored per game. So clearly, it didn't matter. We saw Lamar Jackson on the Ravens when they was putting up a lot of numbers and Lamar Jackson was playing well. It didn't matter because their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. I think Detroit, they building something that is championship caliber, but they have to continue building that defense. And if you're wanting in a quarterback, why not just draft the young guy who you could groom in? That's what I would do. But Zay, I would throw this question back to you. Would you rather trade for Daniel Jones or Jared Goff? Because in my trade... I'm sending Daniel Jones back to the Ravens, and you know he can scramble. So if they don't want to change their offense completely, I think Daniel Jones gives you more upside than Jared Goff, don't you think? I think from an ability standpoint, Daniel Jones does do uh, more than Jared Goff. But from the point of throwing the football, moving the ball down the field, Jared Goff is better than Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is better with his freestyling ability, his ability to run out the pocket, to not be hindered or – captivated in the pocket where he's stuck. He doesn't know what to do outside of it. Um, He's able to run out. He's able to make his own play. But I think Jared Goff and the Ravens, are, I think the Ravens are more looking for a guy who could throw the football really well. And I think, I you think know, they're looking, the draft, they're, looking at other, they're looking at other places. I think Detroit Lions, they maybe look at Goff and like, all right, this guy revitalized his career in Detroit. He looks good. He's throwing 4,000 yards. He looks really good. I think he'd be a good pair with Mark Andrews. I think he'd be a good pair with, with Rashad Bay when he comes back. J.K. Dobbins won't be complaining about touches no more because they'll be taking the ball out of his hands to run the football. I think it gives a lot of people, it makes a lot of people happy because the offensive coordination in the Ravens is focused on gaining Lamar Jackson the ball, best player in the football field, as it should. But when you got Jared Goff on the football field, now he's distributing the wealth. Now he's getting his touchdown. J.K. Dobbins getting his yards. Mark Andrews getting his yards. Everyone Mm -hmm. will be happy, and the offense will be more free-flowing. It will be more, like, fluid, motion. It ain't going to be just... Heavy run, heavy run every single play. So I think that's something that could work. I think Daniel Jones is a great option, but you're giving him a lighter version of Lamar Jackson. Why would you trade for that? Even though Lamar Jackson wants to leave, but you're going to be paying a a heavy price for Daniel Jones if the Giants decide to franchise tag him 
and then move him so they don't have to pay too heavy of a price for Lamar. I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback, respectfully. Um, he didn't have come on his weapons this year. Nobody can compete with that, and he got that to right. the playoffs. We have to be fair here. Like the right. weaponry, I don't care if you want to say he scrambled a lot. He made certain passes in the playoff game against the Vikings. He was the best quarterback in the wild card period, like as far as performance. Like what I saw in that performance over the weekend, it was him. Like he played good in that in that game. So I'm going with Daniel Jones. I really think he's underrated. I think that if you give him a team that um knows what they're doing to some capacity, not saying the Giants don't, like they do now that they got a good head coach but prior they didn't know what they were doing their offensive line stunk weapons stunk give him a team that's structure that's structured in the ravens that won a super bowl with joe flacco that won you know um lamar jackson right with lamar jackson in the playoffs a little bit right um give him that guy i think you can do some things please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content we're, you've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, or leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question.